Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the John Cast Podcast. I gotta stop taking these breaks in between episodes that go on for who knows how long. Uh, as transitioning back into being a solo podcast, I am trying to find a flow. I'm trying to find my comfort zone of how I want to do this. And that has been a trying process for me. Can't really explain why, but when you're kind of a so when you're when you're a content creator, period. I don't even want to say solo content creator, but when you're a content creator, period, there are times you have a whole bunch of ideas, but you find a hard time on how to capitalize and express those ideas, and that is the phase I'm going through. So I'm trying to get more consistent with this, and I feel like I say that every episode, but I am trying to find my consistent place on how I'm going to record episodes and how am I going to put episodes out. For those of you who continue to come back and listen, I appreciate you and I thank you for coming back to listen to this man talk his nonsense. But uh, today I'm going to talk about, there are two things I want to talk about, uh, two different things that I watch, two different mediums. But before I get into that, uh, go go follow me on my social media. Uh, you can find me jtrail180 on Twitter, jtrail180 on Instagram. Uh, you can find my YouTube channel, The John Cast Podcast. There are two of them. Mine starts with The. Uh, I am thinking about changing my podcast name. I probably shouldn't have said that yet, but we shall see. We shall see. I got to have my own place. I'm tired of sharing a space with somebody that I see seems like it's going to be hard to compete with, but I'm going to give him my best effort before I, I throw in the towel. But uh, on to the, let's talk about the next episode after this. After this episode, um, there's going to be a manga dropping for Dragon Ball Super. I am going to be talking about it. Uh, I'm not sure when that will be at the moment of it's going to be when that that when it when it drops. Let's let's say it like that. It will be when it drops. I'm just not sure how far after this episode it will drop. But uh stay on the lookout for that. I'm going to give my opinions on that manga kind of go through it. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a video episode of it or am I going to do a just a just a podcast like now. But um either way uh i just want to hear kind of get your feedback on it and you tell me how you feel about it like if you want to let's continue to hear me talk about manga um there are specifically maybe three i would talk about on a weekly basis but if it's something that you want to hear me talk about going forward if you don't care about it if you think i suck in covering it maybe you want to hear you know just some theories about how things are going it's there uh and uh and then maybe the episode after that i'm going to give an update on my my experience with one piece but on to what I wanted to talk about today. The first thing I wanted to talk about is a recent documentary that I watched on Netflix. I watched, uh, it is called Untold, the uh, the story, no, sorry, whoa, I got this whole wolf thing co- confused, but it is called Untold, the girl that didn't exist. Uh, this documentary covers the, f- the football player. I don't want to say former because I believe he is still technically active, but just a free agent, uh, Manti Tail. This covers, um, if you don't know, I believe from 2009 to 2013, he was a football player, first playing for Notre Dame, then he played in the NFL, playing for the San Diego Chargers, and later the New Orleans Saints. There was a time, a couple years ago, he was caught in the middle of a, a hoaxing scandal, a hoaxing, a catfishing scandal. And he he got so much, it became so much attention and so much, so much, it caused so much spotlight 
that you know I, I believe in different times to- in today's times it would have been way different but even for what it was back then that was crazy but let's let's go into it so this this covers pretty much what happened his side of the story on what happened how it came to be and pretty much like the title said he had a girlfriend who didn't exist he had a he was the target of a catfishing scandal and right off the bat i have a problem with the documentary because i feel like netflix oh sorry about that i feel like netflix gave the person who catfished him such a platform to talk about what they did to him and regardless this person is from the lgbtq community and before i go on with that i don't want this to come off like an attack towards that community this is more so an attack on that individual person for what that person did so um he he was talking to this girl and you know he pretty much fell in love with her and he considered her his girlfriend and before i even continue once again what he chose to do i have no problem with that's his love life people have loved differently if you feel regardless of how you feel of him you know not claiming claiming a girl that you know he never met it's whatever i really don't care about that he made a mistake he was young we all make mistakes it happened so um in in his senior year at notre dame he but I believe before the season officially kicked off, he got win right before a game that his grandmother had passed away. So he was dealing with that emotionally. And then after that, a few hours later, the girl that he believed to exist, his girlfriend, she passed away. So he had two two people that he truly cared about pass away in the span of a couple hours, and it was such a heartbreaking experience. And... He found a way to just say, you know what, I could be sad and, you know, I can, I can, I can sit here and wallow in it, just be upset, but maybe I can use my platform and turn this into a way to inspire somebody just to let them know that even in the face of adversity, you can still find a way to move forward. And that story that was built up was, was a, truly inspirational story i remember that 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 was prior to me really being into football as heavy as i am now um i was a fan of football but i wouldn't consider myself at that time like to be super heavy as him i just love i watch i watch football today i love watching football back then i watched football too but i didn't really get into you know watching football it was just kind of like casually oh you know it's on let me just sit down and watch it but uh i remember manti teo um just being on tv a lot and i believe that year he finished as a heisman candidate i believe he ultimately lost out to johnny manziel uh so sometime during right before the 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 national championship game um maybe a game before this person that he believed to be gone all of a sudden it was she she contacted him um and was just like hey you know it's me you know yeah like i had to go into hiding because um you know i got involved with the wrong people and even in the documentary you can tell that kind of messed him up that jarringly messed him up so 
here is my main issue with at least the documentary is informational i think it's a good watch but i think i said it before but i have a huge issue with the platform that they gave the person who did this to him and it just felt like to me that it became that this person really wanted to be this was a male and she really wanted to be a woman and it just felt like on netflix side of the recording of this documentary that they're saying that this person is transitioning so they deserve a pass because this is also kind of related to lgd at the lgbtq community and to me i don't really care that this person was transitioning cool you 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 felt you know whatever you you wanted to do this is the the way you wanted your life to be if you wanted to transition go ahead that is your that is your walk of life that is your truth i have no problem with anybody who decides to do that no problem with anybody who is of that community i just have issue with it just seemed like they were trying to sell me on let's i want you to sympathize with what she did to him and it's just like no i can't i don't i don't feel in any way sorry or just sympathize with how you what you did to him you ruined his life you pretended to be a woman catfishing and even back in that time i didn't truly understand what catfishing was i believe maybe that incident is the first time i can remember hearing somebody really use the term catfish and even probably in that time because i didn't take the time to understand it i would say that i probably didn't you know even kind of truly get into the story i just remember the aftermath of all of it really and how he went from this media darling of everybody he was just such an amazing and powerful story and it just shows how fast the media can turn on somebody and i want to get into deadspin the people who kind of released the article revealing the truth as well but when it comes to this person it's like even though you were transition you were you know not even at that time it wasn't even him transitioning at this time it was just him pretending to be a woman even if you know they're trying to tell me that he actually started falling in love with Manti, all this stuff, it doesn't change the fact that you are an asshole. Okay, sorry about that. Ran into a little bit of technical difficulties. Have no idea what happened there, but let me get back into my point. Uh, I was saying that, yeah, at the end of the day, you're still, you know, that person is still an asshole because from what he had to continue to go through from that point it messed him up so much mentally emotionally everything like uh you pretty much ruined the man's life you know after the event that took place you know he became just a joke in the eyes of everybody you know and he had to find a way to live with that and somehow continue to move on and even him, you know, he the excitement of getting drafted to the NFL still it still continued on for him. But once he was able to, you know, finally get to the point of actually playing on the field, he he described the feeling of having just a complete numbness. Like just not feeling anything, nothing feeling the same. You know, back in Notre Dame, he had a feeling of stepping on the field and just feeling like this is my domain. This is where I dominate. You know, this is where I take control. And, you know, having that 
you know, athletic high, being gifted like that, you know, and then pretty much when he moved to the NFL, having to deal with all that, it just, nothing was ever the same for him. And you can see that. You can see that in uh, the national championship game that he took place in. He didn't play like himself. You can tell something was different. Um, even NFL-wise, you know, his NFL career at this point wasn't exactly stellar. You know, he wasn't, I wouldn't label him as a bum, but, you know, right now he's a free agent. And, you know, all through, through it all, I find it admirable that he was able to forgive this person and you know just say i forgive you for what you did to me and even after that it's still he still had to you know find himself in a way find a happy medium for what he went through of finding himself who he is who he is now and as he said, he had, he needed to find a way to forgive his past self for what it was for what happened because he lived uh, he lived his life so long depending on him the absolute certainty of him pretty much just being able to you know put put your 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 the best way to say it is to put you know take everything into your own hands and just move and always continue to push forward. He was a man of strength, man of just being able to push, and he lost that trust in himself, and that experience alone, it was just, you know, it's it's crazy to go through that, and getting back to Deadspin, the people who uh, broke the news, it's kind of interesting to see how they started to come together with the story and what i mean by that is they got a anonymous source that pretty much told them that you know the the girlfriend's not real so they started digging into it and started finding information started finding out you know typical stuff this person didn't exist the only person place that this person ever existed is as the girlfriend of manti tail and they were just trying to figure out you know was he a part of it and then uh, after that, the goal of it is they realize that all of these news companies, ESPN, Fox, all of them, they were reporting false information and nobody fact-checked anything. Nobody looked into anything. And Deadspin themselves just looked at it as, this is an opportunity for us to embarrass the big hitters, the big companies, and show that they didn't fact-check anything. They didn't do anything. And that's how they looked at that opportunity. And... When they finally decided, you know, they had all the information that they needed and went through with pushing it, it's amazing to see how that story took a life of its own. It was something they never expected it to turn into. And that was just, the, you know, the bashing of Manti Tail. You know, he became the butt of a joke for a very long time, uh, maybe to still today. But it's just, you know, seeing how fast the media was kind of on his side they built him up you know from what they were saying statistically for a Heisman season he didn't really do like a lot to really be considered a Heisman uh, oh sorry a Heisman finalist on the the body of his work what propelled him into being a Heisman candidate was the story and just like in most leagues, 
most and you know nba nfl the story always always a lot to do with some of these outcomes you know nba mvp nfl mvp sometimes you know whoever has that the best story in the season sometimes you know helps engineer or yeah we'll use engineer helps them propel them into getting maybe that mvp so you know in his case he didn't have like the greatest of numbers but he was uh finalist he didn't win it ultimately but he was still up there so to see you know the media just completely be on the side to doing a complete 180 and just villain villainizing him he's terrible like just everything so yeah that's pretty much everything that i wanted to talk about when it came to this uh documentary and i think it's a good watch um if you are a football fan and you know you're, you were interested in the story of manti Teo, it's a it was an interesting watch um the full title of it is untold uh the girlfriend who didn't exist so, you know, if you got Netflix and you want to go check something out, you know, like it's it's two episodes and yeah, go check it out. Let me know what you think. And on to the second thing I wanted to talk about. So I wanted to talk about The Boys. Uh, I've started watching that season one, I finished season one. And yeah, I just wanted to give my thoughts and opinions on it. I think it's a really good show, and if anybody hasn't watching, watched it and is listening to this, maybe I inspire you to go and watch it, actually watch it. But uh, I enjoy, this is like a different take on superheroes, at least from my perspective. It's it's something different. Uh, I enjoy the characters in this universe. This is like, you know, original stuff. This is based off a comic book, um, but... I really enjoy the premise of the show, how it sets up these superheroes. Uh, these superheroes aren't your goody two shoes superheroes. These superheroes are kind of like their own their own uh, corporations in a way. Like they are, they're all under one big company, which I don't have that name in front of me. I know I should prepare better than this, but they all work under a company, and at the end of the day, it's all about you know numbers. How is the public viewing you as a superhero? Are you in the favor of the public? Does the public like you? This is all for, you know, making money at the end of the day and trying to get a foothold in everything to 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 pretty much control it all. And I really am fascinated with the direction that season two may go, but the show pretty much starts off spoilers uh so the the show pretty much starts off with our main character whose girlfriend gets run over by uh one of the the heroes his name is a train uh he has super speed kind of like the flash or kind of like um quicksilver and he's running on the street and i believe he was uh, he was transporting something or he was in the middle of something and he literally just runs through <laughs> his gar- the, the the main character's girlfriend and it's such a funny scene it's a sad and funny scene all at the same time because it, the way it happens is so unexpected like her body just completely breaks apart it's just like a, a pool of blood i think like you know pieces of her body flies all over the place and it's just like whoa like okay this this just this just happened and 
I feel like the show continues to turn it up from there. I'm not going to dive super deep into spoilers, but it's about uh, him and uh, I need to really like get characters names, man. Like, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm, I'm bugging. I can't do this without characters names. But it's uh, Billy Butcher is the 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 other character and our main character. <coughs> Ooh, our main character's name is Yui. There we go. We got Yui, and Yui runs into Billy Butcher. Um, I feel like Billy Butcher is probably one of my favorite characters on a TV show. Uh, it's a very he's a very interesting person, but um, he persuades Yui into um, just going after what they call the Seven, which is kind of like the Avengers, kind of like the. Um, the the justice league of this universe uh i don't remember all the members but i will try my best we have the deep which is supposed to be like the aquaman of of the of the group then we have homelander uh which is pretty much the superman we got a train which is kind of like our flash uh we have black noir who i don't even know how to really explain him he's kind of like a silent ninja type character he like that's really all all i can kind of say about him like i don't <laughs> from from what i've seen so far he just kind of you know he appears and then he you know disappears kind of thing but uh there is uh i uh i can't remember her superhero name off the top of my head but there's a woman there is a woman who kind of represents wonder woman and there is a I don't think his name is actually the Invisible Man, but yeah, he has powers and he turns invisible. So those are the seven. And then there's one more character who gets introduced and she has the power to um, manipulate light. Uh, I believe her name was Annie, if I got that right but i don't remember her superhero name at the moment I should write this down i need to come prepare better for you people like i can't believe i'm doing this right now but um in terms of the seven it you have yui who's kind of you know in the main in my in my opinion like the main character on the outside and you have annie who's kind of serves as the main character on the inside and she's kind of a you know she wants to be a part of the seven and she's kind of auditioning to become a part of the seven and once she gets into the seven is like her whole world of what she perceived them to be is completely changed and is flipped and like i said this is more of like a dark gritty take so there's a lot of violence in here there's a lot of you know like swearing all this stuff there's an amazon show not that, not that it means much but it's very different from like your typical mcu typical dceu mo uh, movies and this is a tv show i believe first season was 10 episodes long and from beginning to end i enjoyed it i was into everything i really enjoy homelander uh, i believe the actor that plays homelander his name is anthony Starr. i really like the unhinged kind of superman he plays name is homelander he is pretty much a test tube superhero and he was made in a lab and he didn't really have the he didn't grow up in a normal setting to have kind of normal interactions with people he he kind of is like just pretty much a big child and you can see you know him in the eyes of the public how he is this goody two-shoes the best superhero oh my god is homelander like 
you see that, but then in the background, you see the unhinged qualities to him. And I believe Anthony Starr has amazing just range in portraying that, that unhinged quality. Like, that little thing that snaps in him from time to time. That alone, like, kind of sells me on, on, on Homelander. And like I said, I can't wait to let's see what the story continues to evolve into in season two. But... Yeah, and season one is just, you know, we get the boys of, the boys is this little ragtag group of of um, normal people, humans who kind of band together to fight against the seven and the corporation that they're under. And pretty much the first season deals with bringing them together and you're more so dealing with Yui kind of trying to figure out where he stands in all of it because he's just a normal guy and his girlfriend gets killed and he's pretty much just out for revenge but it's him you know deciding whether he's going to take that step into the dark and become you know kind of like a like you know killer murderer if he's going to do that or he's going to remain the the goody two-shoes that he's always been and billy butcher is kind of you know there to to um push him along the way because he goes through a similar situation um i believe the actor's name is carl urban who plays billy butcher and i see him and i kind of feel like if marvel chose to do it i feel like he would be a good wolverine this is my opinion but yeah i don't really want to go a lot more into the boys but i've first season for me is like an eight out of ten i think it's a really good show i think if you haven't watched it and you know you feel like you know you want to get into something new that is definitely something to go watch um it's very good i think actively currently it's on season season three just wrapped so i'm not sure when season four will drop but yeah i'm on season one having started season two yet but uh yeah i think that's pretty much everything i wanted to talk about today on this episode uh like i said next episode i'm going to be covering uh, manga and the latest events in most likely dragon ball super a lot of in terms of the spoilers that's dropped very interested in what's going on in that like i said i'm interested in your opinion if it's something that you want to continue to hear me talk about more or not but yeah thanks for listening uh thanks for coming back uh hope you enjoyed the episode let me know what you think peace